0: This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother.
1: So, Welcome back, all of you loyal listeners. Um, Because you keep listening, we keep doing this, and now we are doing a second season. This is the 2002 NFL season, and we're starting here, Week One. Patriots banner night, opening their new stadium with uh, a nice. Did you skipped the banner. preseason, or what? Did you watch a preseason? I watched every game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Rohan Davies,
1: Rohan Davies, the future. <laughs> well, all right, yeah. Let, let's back up a little bit then, because uh, we could talk about some off-season stuff since this is week 1 um and there was some there was some big changes in the off season the biggest one being um Drew Bledsoe is no longer a New England Patriot and has gotten traded to the Bills
3: They'll light up greener They'll
1: pastures up. Great. <laughs> going up north to uh to Buffalo
0: is at Orchard Park New York Yep, wider pastures
1: <laughs> yeah there's not a lot of greenery happening up there I don't think but I'm sure we'll see him uh in in uh, future episodes, but yeah, let's talk about uh, the off season. What happened? There was uh, some interesting. There wasn't really anybody else who got let go, was Terry there? Terry
4: Glenn. See you yeah. later.
1: <laughs> off to the Packers, which uh, we talked about in the offs in our uh, last season with the uh, the bye week deep dive of Terry Glenn, where he actually did uh, not well on the Packers. I don't think, but then would get back to his normal. Uh, productive self when he would reconnect with Bill Parcells on the the Cowboys.
0: Andrew Drew Bledsoe.
1: Drew Bledsoe as well, yes. He would also do that. Yeah, they would all get back together. Getting the gang back together in <laughs> Dallas. Yikes. Also a big loss of uh, Rod Rutledge. The Was he the leading tight end in 2001? I think he may have been, <laughs> yeah, but just by default because he was the only tight end that actually caught any pass. Until the playoffs. Well, true, yeah.
3: And then our boy w- Wiggy. Jermaine Wiggins. That's Wiggins. right, what is- yeah.
4: What does he do, Connor, right now? Is he still on the radio?
1: Yeah, he's on EEI, I think.
3: He's yeah, OMF, I, know right? he's, I don't think he's on the radio. I think he's on the... Wait, is Wiggy on OMF? I thought he was on like, one of those late-night oh, TV no, shows on Boston. Uh, I think he was on yeah. like the
1: morning show he took over for... Um, who was the racist? Callahan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think he took over for him. The oh,
4: racist talk show host in Boston? yeah <laughs> you get well, they, they brought in uh specific. yeah
1: they 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 got well as him and uh whoever the other guy was who was always
3: Minahan the,
1: yeah I liked Minahan he, me too yeah uh, he got old fast for me
3: he was a good interview he was he he was a really good interviewer though I mean he did not pull any punches it didn't matter who this they were true. interviewing he he was he was pretty solid yeah
1: but he left to start his own podcast on Barstool. And so now it's, uh, yeah, they the got the guys year. from AAF, the morning show from AAF, which isn't a uh, uh, rock
3: station anymore. Greg Hill. Yes, yeah, the Greg, Greg Hill morning Hill. show. I'll just keep doing your job for you, Andy.
1: It's cool. This is, this is what is we're doing. We're talking
3: you see, about I, I haven't listened to, I'm an EEI guy. I just haven't listened to much EEI
0: lately.
1: <laughs> you do sound like an EEI guy then.
3: You I don't know.
0: listen to Boston sports talk at all. It's I the fucking anymore. worst. Yeah. It's, it's awful.
4: It's so
1: I much
0: better. he says than, that
4: in North Carolina, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they're like the Hurricanes <laughs> dropped another one, but you know they'll get them next game. <laughs>
1: all right, so it's not just because they're negative <laughs> about a different team; they're just less negative in general.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, What's they're less like? negative across the board. They even like make fun of Boston sports. Or they have like a segment of like pissed off Boston sports radio. It's hilarious.
1: Uh, we should do that and just have Connor on.
3: Bill's Bill's radio is pretty good, too. Uh, you got Brendan, obviously. I have to hear it. Um, you know, ricochet Bill's radio from time to time, and God, the depression in their voices. <laughs> and and, and the, the lack of optimism. <laughs> it's... So- it's it's, it's like it's watching the NFL
4: fun. draft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tragedy porn. <laughs> I I know we've joked about doing a, a a Browns on Browns podcast, but I think that'd be really interesting just to hear how Cleveland sports is there. Cleveland sports talk radio. Of
0: course, I'm sure there is. Yeah. You think? You sure, you think they true. haven't just like off
1: themselves sure. at this point?
0: No, Browns it's fans are like hardcore. It's, I know it's, a ton it's, of them.
3: It's probably just like Bill Buff, like Buffalo Sports Radio. You know,
0: you know who's yeah. sneaky, also depressed, Detroit. I don't think that's very sneaky. <laughs> Detroit, Cleveland, right there—that little pocket. Oh boy,
1: pocket of sadness. The old Rust
4: Belt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else we got from the off-season? The draft.
1: The draft, yeah. The on-ranch. Uh, I know Connor has thoughts about this draft. Does he? he what couldn't. Wait to share it with you
3: What an, inc- what yeah, an incredible draft. I mean, take out Rohan Davy or Anto- Antoine Roma, uh, Womack. And, I mean, that. just looking at, you know, knowing what we know now and, and seeing their careers in, in completion, just like Daniel Graham, Jarvis Green, Dion Branch, and then David Givens in the seventh.
4: Yeah, that's one God, of the all-time was, steals. A comp pick, geez, no
3: yeah. He, <laughs> I think, how many? He had so many big catches for us in those uh, the 2003 and 2004 season. But yeah, what a what a steal! He was just Mr. Reliable for Tom. He was the guy that
1: would move the chains
3: every time. I had his jersey.
1: Yeah, you had a David Gibbons jersey.
0: I did. Yep. Yeah. Really? And then he, yeah, he, and, I, he, got hurt and was like never played again. It's your fault. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and, Jar- and even like
3: Jarvis Green, he was he was never a superstar, but he was solid for years, mm-hmm. he was he just it was a really 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 good draft. Obviously, yeah. Dion being the highlight, Dion Branch being the highlight.
1: That's true, but I think the uh, the newspapers were were big on uh, the Patriots drafting their Drew Bledsoe replacement in Rohan Davy. They were a big fucking fan of him.
3: Yeah, <laughs> he had a pick. rocket arm. Yeah, I I remember people were gushing oh, over yeah. him.
1: Oh, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> He's Jamaican. He was born in Jamaica. Really? Uh huh. Wow. Got a Rasta quarterback. <laughs> Arena Arena League <laughs> legend too. Was he? I I think he played a couple of years.
1: I'm surprised at how many people are discovering who spent time in the the AFL.
4: I know we got to bring it back. Connor, have you heard of the LA kiss?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Andy told me one of you guys is doing like a spotlight on it after your interview with Matt Chatham. Um, How is it? Chatham Chatham, Matt Chatham. Chatham.
1: Um, Are you not yeah, from around here? It's like Chatham. Chatham, yeah, <laughs> Fucking
3: Chatham, dude. Fucking Chatham, kid. All right, Chatham. Sorry about that. Uh, Apology accepted. No, I really, I, I have no idea. But I have no idea anything about it. I didn't even look into it. I figured one of you guys were going to talk about it.
1: Well, uh, you have to listen to the episode that that comes out
3: where we yeah, recap we,
1: for, we, two hours, for two hours. The entire season of the show.
4: <laughs> I watched ten episodes of like a hard knocks version of fur arena
1: football league of <laughs> a team sponsored by kiss
3: is that the rock band is that is that what it is that what it is yeah, yeah. Is, is it like uh, it's gene simmons oh okay oh yeah okay i think i could get behind i think i could get behind this right yeah, it's electric
1: yeah highly recommend uh speaking of of tight ends uh, kiss has some tight ends i would say um, <laughs> Some other in free agency. The Patriots seem to want to address the tight end position this year since they didn't have one the year before. Brought in Cam Cleland from the Saints and our old, our old friend Christian Fourier from the Seahawks. I think he starred on the Seahawks, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Back check.
4: Nah, it's not worth it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember <laughs> looking at it briefly and he didn't do much oh fucking hell he played on the seahawks for since 95 to 2001 jesus christ i i thought he was younger than that when he came to the patriots but i guess not yeah, Didn't and do
4: ironically great. he's not christian at all he's jewish <laughs>
1: seven years with the seahawks he caught seven touchdowns four years with the patriots he caught 13 so
4: remember that time that he was suspended from ei for uh, making fun of don yee
3: I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of VEI. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, that, that's kind of what happens. Was that EI,
3: the, is that the sports agent, right? Is it is yeah, that Don Yee, sports
0: agent? Yeah. 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 Yikes. Sorry, <laughs> I like Fourier. I have a trivia question for you guys. All right. Who caught more balls and yards? Cam Cleland in this year or Matt Lacoste in the past year?
1: Oh, fuck.
0: Cam Cleland. Cam Cleland. Probably in the first game. Yeah, I've
1: already seen him catch like two balls
3: in this first game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he had six catches,
3: I think, this game.
0: Oh, he didn't have that many. He he ends up with 16 grabs for 112 yards.
1: Damn. So that's about as much as all the Patriots tight ends this (laughs) year
0: combined. No. Matt Lacrosse had 131 yards in your face, Cam. Damn. You showed him.
3: But he was supposed <laughs> to be, like, legit, right?
0: Like, Cleveland, I, I felt like I was. Yeah, he, for him. Did he get hurt? He,
3: did he get hurt? He came out of the gate with six catches. I mean, it was only 40 yards, but he, uh, six targets, six receptions, first game. I wonder if he got hurt or if they just, I, I have no idea.
0: So, he does get a touchdown. I actually had a note about this. <laughs> he gets a touchdown in this game, I believe, right?
1: This game, I don't think. He- no, so, he doesn't. Fourier had the touchdown. I'm yes. looking at his
4: Wikipedia, and it says, well, when he was a rookie with the Saints, he was struck in the eye by a teammate with a sock filled with coins during a hazing incident. What? Nearly lost his eye. In addition to suffering a broken eye socket and broken nose, the injury permanently affected his eyesight. <laughs> what? Good lord! Dude. Wow! Wow! That-
0: but All right, that I was think awesome. I might. <laughs> it was incognito.
4: That's one of the referenced articles. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's a a wild, wild story. I mean, yeah. sock filled. Especially now, down. compared, to, yeah, compared to like PC culture now. I mean, someone did that in today's game. I mean, they, you know. They didn't rape. It's not rape or beating up kids, so they'd probably, like, suspend them for a year. So he hit someone in the eye with sock filled with coins.
4: Yeah, it's like probably. What, is he joining a gang?
1: Well, it depends on <laughs> how good <laughs> the guy policy? who hit him was, probably.
4: I'll do some research and let you know. All right, if you if
1: you could, that'd be great. <laughs> we'll do a deep dive on that. There's, one there's a
4: whole LA Times article
1: on it. <laughs> uh all right, so that's kind of the, the big changes for the offseason. Um, so there wasn't a ton of turnover, really, uh, on this Patriots team other than Drew
3: Bledsoe and Terry Glenn.
1: Uh, Brian Cox is on the Saints, which uh, he didn't play much down the stretch. I thought that
3: was – did he not play it? much at the end of 2001?
1: Not did really. He uh, he broke his leg middle of the season and then came back and played on it. Um but was not the same guy so couldn't really couldn't really move yeah. much so he was he was like a just a run stopper on short yardage down so
3: yeah of i liked uh, yep i liked old man i think what do you wear number 92 or 95 or something like that no, i loved he, i liked he, brian cox
0: uh, yeah for the saints so he wants to get hurt again I don't. I
1: don't. And then he got into coaching and coached uh, Matt Chatham when he went to the Jets. They they were uh, didn't see eye to eye when they were on the Patriots, if I recall. (laughs) Um, and uh, the opponent tonight was the Pittsburgh Steelers, who also really hadn't changed much. Their team was basically the same as well. Yeah. Uh, So the commentators actually mentioned that where it was basically almost an exact rematch of the AFC Championship game the year before because both these teams were exactly the same. Um, Except even though the Steelers' defense was the same, uh, they struggled a lot for our Steelers' defense, I would think. Um, It was the same defense where they finished 16th in points allowed, which is like, what, middle of the table, and 7th in yards allowed, which is not bad, but they gave up a shit ton of passing yards and rushing touchdowns for some reason, which we actually saw... Kind of in in this game, where the Patriots decided they weren't gonna run the ball and just spread them out and just gas them to death. So they ranked actually twentieth in passing yards allowed and twentieth in rushing
3: touchdowns allowed. So
1: I think there was a blueprint that's that, that so came weird. out early.
3: They, they their secondary must have must have just been abysmal because that's maybe the best linebacking core I've ever seen in my entire life. There's some. Big news! The Steelers. Though. I, mean, Jason Gilden, uh, Farrier.
1: I don't Porter. know if you guys
3: remember Kendrell, Joey Porter, Kendrell Bell.
4: Yeah, Kendrell Bell was so many. St- it's the second year.
3: A st- yeah.
4: James Harrison. St- I think this yeah, is James. Harrison's no, rookie year.
3: Yeah. No, was it really?
4: Yeah, he's undrafted. He was undrafted. Uh, yeah, yeah, they all
3: uh-huh. first year. Fucking hell. And they also had Larry Foot. Larry Foot was no slouch either. Larry Foote had some good years in the league yep. as well. I mean,
1: I mean, this was a linebacker remember- crew that Mike Vrabel couldn't crack. And now he's starting on the Patriots and winning Super Bowls.
0: Hilden was a beast right. in this game again.
1: Yeah. He was the only one that did anything in this game, I think. But, I mean, having said all that, the, the Steelers could get almost no pass rush in this game whatsoever. He was after like the game. first two drives.
0: All-time sack leader in the Steelers and still is.
1: Who is? Gilden? Gilden? Yeah, he was a monster. To be fair, he was also the only one uh, still celebrating down three touchdowns in the fourth quarter when he makes a tackle for a loss. <laughs> uh, they got a style, that, that Steelers' eve. Yeah, so I the mean, Pro Bowl is...
3: Tech, case... Go ahead. No, go ahead. How you sure I the... was just going to say, their D-line their D wasn't bad either. Like Casey Hampton... Uh... I remember all these names, like Clark oh, yeah. Higgins, Kimo, Kimo, Kimo Van Olsen. Olhoffen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, do you? That's I I mean the white name? white
4: defensive lineman you've ever guy. seen. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's classic
4: football name right there. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> it is. Wonder where he's from. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so uh, two of those linebackers, Gildon and Porter, would actually make the Pro Bowl, along with Heinz Ward. Who I still hate to this day, and Alan Faneca at their guard. I, oh, of course, you do because you're you're an asshole too, just like you. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs>
4: oh, like Heinzler. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Lord.
1: laughs> yeah, well,
4: you're an asshole too, Steve. You got him right. I
0: mean, <laughs> I, I like Heinzler. I think I like his compete level.
4: Yeah, because you're an asshole.
0: Yeah, that's true on both counts.
4: It's that's a transitive right. property.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that works. Real out.
0: recognize real.
1: And the 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 new face on this offense was uh, Antoine Randall L, which is also fantastic. Uh, but he was mostly a return man this season.
4: Whoa, he's a Swiss Army knife.
1: He was, yeah. He was their college. Troy Brown, according yeah, to John Madden. He was a college quarterback, right? Was that him? Yeah.
3: Was it not? It wasn't. It, it wasn't. Was, uh, I almost said V Tech, but that can't be right. I can't remember where he went to school. I got you.
4: Back right. <laughs> <Fact> <laughs> check fact fact guy. You went to Indiana. Indiana quarterback.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe not. I'll, I'll get back alligant. to you on
1: that. There was a yeah. Who was the Steelers wide receiver that that threw a, a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl? I'm
0: almost positive it's Randall L. Against the Seahawks. I thought it was. Yeah. yeah, that was like his fun fact. Right, and then they and they yeah. talked right,
3: and they talked about him playing quarterback in college. I, I swear to goodness. <laughs>
4: Yeah he, yeah, he was the first player in Division One history to pass for 40 career touchdowns and score 40 career rushing touchdowns. He also played uh, for the Indiana basketball team, which damn, is no, no. like, <laughs> middling program.
0: That's Wait, dual-sported at Indiana?
4: Under coach Bob Knight.
1: What a monster. Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive.
0: That's pretty sick.
1: God damn. See, him I like. Heinz work and eat a dick though.
4: Yeah. He almost he almost didn't get it. He had to sit out a year before we were going to Indiana because of low SAT scores though. <laughs> 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 Fucking dummy.
1: SATs don't translate to football, bud. What was he did a uh, lot of
4: community service though? <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's a well rounded applicant.
1: <laughs> uh, so we actually saw Cordell Stewart again in this game, but he would not last long on the season he uh, he got benched in week four because he couldn't stop throwing interceptions uh which he started doing from the get-go in this game if we want to actually get into it
0: let's be real he didn't stop doing it right he threw two picks to close out the AFC championship game comes right back goes 0 for 3 two INT
1: that's true yeah yeah he threw uh two picks on his first three passes uh oh. both of the, those two were actually back to back so he threw an interception Came right back and decided one wasn't enough, and threw another one immediately. To to Mike Vrabel of all people, Yo. which is hard to do.
0: Dude, he threw it right into Vrabel's yeah. bed. He just didn't see him, and it's like here you go. Yeah, that was bad.
1: But I have to say, he can he can huck a football deep from any body position, like he's running sideways and diagonally what? backwards, and just like just slings it like he's he's skipping rocks, and it goes sixty yards out.
3: You you all, y'all remember his nickname, right? Slash, yeah, that
1: him, yeah. I don't know why. Didn't he play a bunch of positions too? Quarterback and wide receiver.
4: That's
3: what I was. Yep, running back and all that shit. That's what I was about to
4: get. Yeah, Randall L. He got drafted
3: too for uh, Major League
4: Baseball.
1: (laughs) What about (laughs) Cordell Stewart?
4: I don't know. I'm too (laughs) deep into Randall L. Right now.
1: so but uh yeah, I wanna bring up I wanted to touch on somebody who I, I found fascinating in this while I was doing my research, and that was the guy who took over for Cordell Stewart. And that was my boy Tommy Maddox. Yep. Yeah. Pittsburgh legend, Tommy Maddox, apparently. Uh, he played in the AFL, just like everybody else. New Jersey Red Dogs. Um, did okay and also played in the, the original XFL, if you remember that with He Hate Me, and was the league MVP for that one season. Uh, he actually got drafted by the Broncos. He was supposed to be Elway's replacement, and then you know, well, obviously wasn't. He's a first okay. round pick. Yeah, by the yeah back. Tommy in Maddox was a first round pick. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude. By the Broncos though, so you know Elway had a hand in it. His-
4: Dude, I I always thought he was just like a journeyman. I never realized that he had
1: I mean, an he NFL career <laughs>
4: before. Like I remember him coming there, being like, "Oh yeah, he played XFL this and that." I didn't realize that he already had an NFL career.
1: Yeah, he he had uh, he'd been around the game for a while because he from he was already a journeyman. He played for Denver for two years, um, the Rams, and then the Giants, and then took what, six years off to play for the XFL and the AFL and then came back to the NFL because he was the XFL League MVP. The Steelers picked him up and now he was backing up Cordell Stewart. And then he came in and all he did was, um, I don't know which game it was. It was one of his earlier games. He set the, it was week 10 against the Falcons. He set the Steelers record for passing yards in a game. With 473 in a game that the Steelers would go on to tie 34 34, which has to, that's got to be like <laughs> the worst tie in NFL history. That's, that's probably worse than like a, a 3 3, like a shootout that ends in a tie.
0: Just that, that feels mm. like a blue ball sort of thing. Yeah, come on,
1: right. And then the week after, uh, against the Titans, he uh, got hit as he was throwing and like tripped over somebody and apparently the hit left him briefly paralyzed and he was taken to the hospital on a stretcher. Oh yeah. I remember that. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. Right. But then came back in time for the playoffs and the playoffs to the Ravens. No, sorry to the, uh, the Titans actually went and lost to the Titans again in a shootout 31, 34. Lost in overtime. So he is one of the more fascinating stories that I had no idea about because the only reason I recognize the name Tommy Maddox is because I'm pretty sure I had his rookie card, his football card, back in the day,
4: 1992.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, we were collecting football cards back then. What was I? Nine. That was like peak football cards. But, uh, Wasn't yeah, it was, Greg uh,
3: just a a a twinkle in your father's eye in 1992? I was
4: three years old, four years old. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I was five. I don't remember shit from 1992.
1: (laughs) I was nine. I barely remember it, except for my Tommy Maddox UCLA uh, rookie card. Apparently, that would have been worth money now if I knew it was going to be an XFL MVP. I would have kept it. (laughs) But, you know, easy come, easy go.
4: The New Jersey Red Dogs is a pretty sick name. I wonder if that's related to the beer. Uh,
1: If it wasn't, they missed uh, a great opportunity.
4: Oh, yeah, dude. Talk about branding. That's what just, I mean. <laughs> like, free giveaways at the game. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, all, all the beers cost money except for Red Dogs. Yeah. Which you can get as many as you want
4: for free. <laughs> the, dude, the mascot's just shit face the whole time. <laughs> there's, there's
1: a lot you <laughs> could do there. He's got the T-shirt gun, but he's just shooting out cans of Red Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently,
4: there was another LA. Uh, oh, wait. LA Extreme is the XFL, right?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah.
4: Did he have a nickname?
1: Tommy Maddox? Yeah, you remember he on ni- that?
4: Yeah, he's putting nicknames on the back of their jerseys. Oh, they did, yeah. You call himself
0: TM twelve. Yeah.
4: I mean he is pretty white, so he probably just went with Maddox.
1: He probably went with Tommy. That's the other thing. The guy is don't go by Tommy. Like you're la- if you're a grown man, you Like Andy. I'm Andrew, thank you very much. <laughs> How dare you call me, Andy? It's reserved for my mother.
3: Stop it. The <laughs> what, about and Greg don't, don't. <laughs> what about Gregory? Greg, <laughs> don't.
4: What about Gregory? It ends in a lie. Yeah, that's, that's pretty terrible. That's what I mean. it's,
1: it's bad parenting is what that is.
4: Thomas Alfred Maddox.
1: <laughs> and it goes that by Tom. the whitest human ever. Go by Tom, bud. Alfred, though. Alfred. <laughs> Tommy T. Al. You sure has gone by T.A. Maddox? That That's like T that. A. Yeah, right. On that. T A. Maddox it sounds like he's a fucking writer of short stories. But luckily, we didn't have to. We didn't have to see T A. Maddox play in this game. It was all Cordell, and uh, he was he was generous. I thought, uh, even starting from his first drive, he threw an interception by our old friend Terrell Buckley who was well, one of my before, favorites back in the day.
4: Before we get too far, should we talk about the I'm, banner raising, the opening ceremony, it's Gillette's yes, first game? I
3: have, I, yeah, right. Yes, I have notes about about that. All all right. Let's hear uh, Well, I, I don't want to go. I mean, and, and, did everyone get to watch any of it? Like, the? do, do you guys see the Dennis Hopper opener?
4: <laughs> yeah, dude, what was that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, run us through that. You uh, it. Connor.
3: it so Dennis Hopper, you know, I think you know, like usual, it was the first game of the NFL season. Um I, I think it was the first televised game of or was that is right? Wasn't it wasn't that no, the first Sunday televised night. game of that season?
1: No, it was a Sunday night game. So it was the first
3: Sunday was a, night game. Yeah, primetime game, yeah. It was a Monday night, it was it was a Monday, oh, night, Monday night game. Oh, Monday night, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a Monday night game. Um And Dennis Hopper is just like, you know, recapping the Patriots miracle season from the year before talking about the young kid, Tom Brady. And then he gets into the snowball game with the tuck fool and he like is dressed like the abominable snowman with like white paper confetti, fake snow. Like it was the corniest, it was the corniest thing I've ever seen. And I thought that, was going to be the thing, that, the thing that pissed me off the most, but no. Uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys being <laughs> on the shoulder to sing the national anthem for the fucking banner-raising night for the Patriots yeah. pissed me off so bad. Nick yeah. Carter, I was disgusted. <laughs> he had I, the know, and I loved it. Loved, uh, it's like I liked the Backstreet Boys kind of, but I was <laughs> you know, I was just appalled seeing that
1: it was an odd choice but they also coming back from commercial one of the like the, the coming back into it things um, they had a nickelback song on too we caught that i think it was nickelback it was one of
3: maybe getting nick maybe getting nick carter to sing the national anthem in 2002 is like a huge deal and i just don't realize it but
1: see <laughs> even it's, from around yeah. here nick carter
4: a local boy, I like Nick Cata.
1: I feel like you'd want somebody who's like from around here.
4: No, he's. From well, it's, I mean, it's a nationally televised game. the The Boston Globe that's... was pretty pissed off about it too. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Jeff Wagenheim, one of his best and worst was um, <laughs> uh, a Backstreet Boy singing in quotations the anthem. <laughs> And then in parentheses, wasn't it past bedtime for teeny boppers? Question. Mark. Oh shit!
2: Oh, Ooh, okay. Jeff, Got coming. <laughs> Dude,
4: that's old man yells at crowd. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to throw Connor in that category too. Oh but, shit! I mean, it's a song. Well, we can't have like a singer sing so a I'm song not. before a game. What's wrong with that?
3: I I don't know if I. You would just think that they could find someone more impressive.
4: Oh like Beethoven
3: or something. Banner we'll night. <laughs> Beethoven. Dude, dude, Nick Nick Nick, <laughs> Nick Carter is Nick Carter is from New York. I don't yeah. I don't know. It just again, it is old man that yells at Cloud. I, I was watching the game fucking eighteen years later today. Yell and like I was just like, what is this?
0: I can see both sides <laughs> of it. On one hand, I get <laughs> You know, Nick Carter, two thousand two, pretty fucking famous.
1: Yep, probably that's probably the. But
0: flip thing. side is you having this guy with frosted tips that also matched Lonnie Paxton's newly. <laughs> frosted tips. And like, is that really the tone you want to be setting with your football team for the season?
1: John Madden was all about giving Lonnie Paxton shit for what happened to his hair. It's like it look like something <laughs> yeah. fell into his hair.
0: It was ridiculous.
1: Uh. We should probably talk about John Madden, too, because this was his first game on, was it ABC?
0: And his first game with Al, right?
1: Doing Al Michaels, yeah. Yeah. And that was, uh,
0: it wasn't bad. It was the first
4: time since 1979 that he had, there wasn't an NFC team involved in the game he was calling.
1: Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. That's a long-ass time. Yeah, because he used to be on Fox, and they only did NFC.
0: Exactly. So... He did have one mess up, well, one of many. It was uh, <laughs> right at the beginning of the second quarter. He was like replaying a screen, and there's three defenders on the screen, and he's like, "This guy right here." And he circles the wrong one, yeah. and yeah, then he circles he two he just, of them. Yeah, circles the other guy, so he only ends up not circling the guy you're supposed to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then there was the play uh, where they were replaying uh, Troy Brown's toe tap catch. And it was going to replay. And first they called it a, a catch. So Bill Cower tried to challenge it. And then they overruled it and called it incomplete. So Belichick challenged it. And Madden seemed to think it was blatantly not a catch. So he decided to go on a tangent while they kept replaying that it was obviously a catch and it was going to get overturned and ruled a catch. And it took him a good five minutes like, of a couple of different stories before somebody must have tapped him on the shoulder and be like, hey, by the way, you should probably talk about this because it's, it's going to be a catch. He's like, oh, oh, actually, look at this. Are you guys seeing what I'm seeing?
4: (laughs) We've been seeing it. Yep, Jeff Wagenheim from Boston Globe had a comment on that as well. (laughs) (laughs) He seems to have some opinions. Let's hear it. Apparently, the ref said that Brown drug his other foot inbounds rather than dragged. So Jeff said that that was (laughs) the the worst drug test of the game. (laughs) Oh, Jeff. Oh, Oh, my God. God.
1: Jeff. This guy's like Greg Easterbrook before uh, the internet.
3: Typical Jeff Wagenheim, am I right? (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I I wonder if he's still doing his thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, it doesn't seem racist enough. Jeff Wagenheim. There's a Jeff Wagenheim on Twitter. He doesn't know how to use it. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. (laughs) Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's his quote is By Yogi Bear, I assume Oh man
4: What's your favorite Yogi Bear quote?
1: Nobody goes there anymore It's too crowded
4: Yeah that's my favorite
0: too like <laughs> no, It gets laid out there early <laughs> That's
1: a good one too uh, But speaking of early um, If we're talking about the crowd in this game There was a, a thing in the Boston Globe About how great the f- traffic flow was yeah, list. fucking right. No, uh, way. at at right, exactly because and their 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 only praise was that they were planning on opening the uh, the stadium an extra hour early at four p.m. for this what nine o'clock game. Is that what time it started? It started yeah. at nine o'clock. Um, but because people had arrived so early, the traffic was starting back up, so they opened it at three thirty, just so they could let everybody in early enough to get super fucking drunk, and they. They felt drunk to me. Well, They haven't gone so. to a few games over the years. Like This, this crowd was fucking rowdy. They started yeah, a Madden man. chant at the end. Like, at him. Monday Night Football, you just come off a of
4: Super Bowl, raising a banner, brand new stadium. Hell yeah.
0: yeah. First banner. Absolutely.
1: Well, they didn't know that.
4: It's like yeah, the first
1: battle of Little Bighorn. They don't fucking know,
0: do they? Yeah, it could be the last one. I think you better make yeah. all you can of it. And
1: so- crawl a World War I until the second one happened
4: surprisingly they they were underdogs the pats going in yeah, yeah so, they were three point dogs which i found surprising
1: for the it was uh they showed us that it was the first time since 83 that the super bowl champs were underdogs in their season opener
0: yeah shit which stomped them
1: Fuck bullshit that'll teach you
0: yeah we should stay say the final score what was it
1: oh yeah 30,
4: 30, <laughs> yeah, 30 to 14, to 14 which we'll yeah. get to and it wasn't even it, that
0: close. It wasn't even near that. It was way worse
1: than that. It was 30-7, to 7, really. But we'll get to that. Do you guys so want to talk is, about uh, early in this game?
4: This is officially Gillette by this point, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was no longer. We don't know what happened. Like, nobody ever said what happened from uh, CMGI field to Gillette. But they announced it as Gillette field.
4: Well, I I I read an article in the Hartford Current about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as you do.
4: Yeah. <laughs> C- CMGI's stock was like the hottest thing in the streets. Yeah. As um, recently as January 2000, it was at $163 a share. And then by August dot-com 2000. Bubble and- happened. Yeah. Well, it was that and
1: 9-11, I guess. Oh. But yeah. By- well, I think 9-11 kind of like the dot-com bubble happened and then 9-11 happened and just kind of like crushed any. Anything that was left of.
4: Right. They were really climbers. dependent on the stock market. So like when everything, yeah. there was no money out there for them. Yeah. But it went from $163 a share to uh, $0.40 cents a share in like a year oh and a half. God. Oh my God. So uh, I think some <laughs> people lost a shit load of money.
1: <laughs> God damn, that's brutal. Well, that explains why I don't have the the rights to the naming of the stadium, I guess. Yep. Jesus. Do
0: you take stock? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were paying $10 million a
4: year for the rights.
1: Oof. That seems reasonable.
0: Yeah, this
4: day and age. Like
1: from a business perspective, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you have to sign like a multi-year thing, though. Like, it Yeah, it
4: was, it was 114 for 15 years. Wow, all right, yeah. But then the stadium or itself it, only costs it.
1: $325. Yeah, so you're, you're getting a... Good chunk of money back. I wonder is if it all ch- that has to be paid up front.
0: Like, isn't the new Raider Stadium like, or the Ram Stadium, a billion? Probably. Yeah,
1: but I mean, all that
0: money is like all inflated and everything. Anyway,
1: nowadays. Yeah, it's fake money. money. At the time, it was at the time it was a ridiculous amount of money to spend on a stadium. On top of the money that he spent on the the team itself. Right. Which is uh, well, maybe we'll do a deep dive on that one day because that story. What were you we guys got-
3: talking about? I had to uh, feed my dog. <laughs>
1: You like, him the back of the Gillette effort, stadium. yeah.
3: Sorry, sorry. I, cool brag. I, I, I remember down. when it first when it wasn't a brag. I'm sorry, he was <laughs> bitching. Anyways,
2: you guys the, like that G- open
3: I- concept? I when it first, yeah, I do. I I don't know if it's still the allure from when I was younger and like the that big archway with the open concept seemed like it was pretty. Mm-hmm cutting edge not cutting edge but like a, a new a, a new design at that time
1: yeah we're going on what 18 years now of that thing being what it is so for an 18 year old stadium
4: do I you like gillette
3: greg pretty modern. Nah,
4: i don't know i go back and forth like i like it because of like the memories i have there but i yeah. i i don't think it has anything to do with like how the stadium's designed to me it's kind of like
0: meh I think the stadium's fine. The whole experience with the Route 1. Really. Yeah,
4: hurtful, right. And you go to other stadiums around the country and, and you're like, this stadium is like way better, like whole process of everything. You
1: know? Yeah, yeah. Reskins games are great.
0: It, uh, in and out in like no hindsight. time. <laughs> Heinz Field is sweet. Or like Seattle Stadium. Do you think that it's because... Cool. That, do
3: you think it's because our tailgate is so blah that you walk into the stadium not feeling inspired because after Bill's tailgate, I don't walk in, and I know it's a shithole. I don't walk in and I'm like, God, this place is a shithole. I'm all pumped because it was just like the best tailgate of my life. Whereas Gillette, everyone is just kind of like, I don't know, maybe in 2001 or 2002 people were, had a little more pep in their step, but Going Definitely. back in recent these oh, yeah. past these past couple of years, it's just people are just sitting around like,
1: yeah, we're the
3: best." Like, yeah, like agree. I don't, you know, oh, maybe, yeah, exactly.
1: Well, I think even just watching, I remember the feeling watching games back then compared to now, and I felt it again recently when Brady was suspended for the first four games of whatever season that was, what 2018, and. You would go into the game... His first game back? No, no, th- those first four games. Uh, just,
3: just, oh, stuff, yeah, right, yeah.
1: And you go into them, and it had a completely different feeling because I realized that over the years, you'd go into the game expecting the Patriots to win, and now you have this this stress of them living up to your expectations. And if they didn't, you get all pissed. Well, I got all pissy um, because they're not playing like, I know that they can sort of thing. Whereas... When you had Jimmy G in there, it was like, "Hey, maybe they'll win this, and maybe they won't. But at least it's exciting. Let's find out." And I think that part of it, I think, is probably what's missing from Patriots tailgating these days.
3: What? Yeah, I mean, you don't really even care. I don't want to say you don't care about. You don't really even care about the games until the playoffs. This these past, yeah, like,
1: you just, mm-hmm. yeah, the wins. The wins don't I, mean anything because the, there's so many of them. It, it,
3: it's
1: just such I
4: I don't know when that say.
3: started. I. I would say probably from like the 2007 season on. Yeah. Right. I think when we won those first three, we're still kind of spunky, you know, spunky fan base. Like we still have like, you know, we're finally starting to see success with mm-hmm. the Sox. You know, we're like the miserable Boston fan. <laughs> it's just it was gr- it was groomed in Red Sox misery. So sure. we brought that like chip on. We brought that chip on our shoulder. Like, over into football season and, and with our Patriots fans. Um, and then we just became, like, just cocky and didn't really get up for games, probably. Yeah. Like it 1, just thousand felt thousand like soon as,
1: as soon as Brady took over this offense and, and became elite at what he was doing, like you said, in probably 2000, maybe even 2006, he was dragging the team along with him. And so you just never yeah. felt like you're actually out of any game. And you kind of expected him to win it every time. So it came with this expectation of if they don't do it you're disappointed in Tom Brady because he didn't do what he normally does, you know.
4: You're like I hope they win this game in like a unique way that I remember.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you know how many Lions and Browns and Bills fans you're pissing off right now?
1: None, because none of them listen to <laughs> a fucking Patriots podcast.
0: Literally earlier <laughs> today I had my Lions friend try to tell me he was talking himself into Matt Stafford as league MVP. Because it's odd to like 6,000, 6, you know, plus 6,000. He's like, Yeah, man, it's actually not a bad bet. <laughs> I was like, Okay, <laughs> let, me, let me know how. Who are they throwing to? Like, that doesn't even, Jesus. God. he's getting get Megatron out of retirement,
1: that's... like Gronk did. But, like,
0: awesome. that's his, he's like, This is my cycle, you know? I'm at the point right now where, like, shit, man, anything's possible. Exactly. What's most possible that their like twenty-five year like playoff streak continues?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that
4: is most possible. You, you know what part of Gillette is really nice though is their Drunk Tank.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, explain it to the, me.
4: It's under the well. I actually don't know where it is.
1: <laughs> or you don't remember where? <laughs> <That's> cor- correct. <laughs> <laughs> It's very
4: cavernous, though. So I thought it was under the stadium, but I'm not positive.
1: So it's very roomy, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, that's that's nice. Uh, any any accoutrement?
4: Uh, I was in there with another kid. Oh, he didn't he didn't like me. No, why's that? <laughs> I don't know. Don't remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was the game on?
4: Uh, I was banging on the window. I was like, "Tell me the score," and they were like, "No." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh jesus christ
4: <laughs>
1: uh, and
4: then what kelly's mom, learn about yeah, your brothers picked me
1: up you were with your in-laws
4: that's correct <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh okay those are early stop.
4: days too god bless oh them
1: god and they're still stuck around
3: yep i mean how did you in <laughs> in gillette securities defense you are insufferable yes especially he's black uh, once you get once once you get past that level you are you're you're pretty insufferable um yep. in terms of i mean i personally love it because it's usually directed at you know, bill's fans we go to bill's games together <laughs> so and that's always fun um but you've certainly gotten some rv tires slashed uh, due to oh, your. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep.
4: It could have been rocks, any
3: of us. Get rocks thrown, at, <laughs> rocks thrown at us. rocks thrown at us. Yeah.
1: Greg had beers thrown at you, didn't you? When you were sitting on top of the RV. With the inflatable that's, penis? That's a given. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah that's,
4: that's annual.
1: That's commonplace.
0: Yeah. Just like snow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Dear Jesus. Are we 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 gonna get into this game? I I want to talk about. Well, I,
1: I was just gonna say while we've been talking, oh. um, Cordell Stewart just threw another interception. <laughs> we will probably, we'll probably yeah. talk about that. So
3: yeah, I was gonna talk about. You want to talk about Cordell?
1: Go ahead. You have the floor.
3: I was just gonna. I I was just gonna say that with all the off season talk about like, you know, is Tom Brady was this just a fluke? Yep. Um, is Rohan Davey gonna, you know, upsettle, you know, take the starting job at some point? Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah, our defense Big is gonna Dick figure Tommy, out Tom Brady. And yeah,
3: Big Dick Tommy had himself a game. I mean, I want to. It he sixty seven percent completion percentage, uh, a sea hair under three hundred yards, no picks, three TDs. Just came out there and was just slanging. Yeah, obviously, they we, even you know, our
1: pretending de- to run the ball.
3: No, no, our, our defense, granted, put us in great spots all yeah. throughout the game. There's just a ton of turnovers. Um, but what a statement from Tom! I, I thought he, it was, he yeah. a bunch of new faces too. I mean, Dion Branch had a huge game. Six receptions, the Cam Cleland, I mean, he was throwing it all over the field. Pretty sweet. Yeah,
0: it, drops in the bucket. They started yeah, they did, off yeah. poor because the, the first Steelers pick, they turned into nothing. I think they went three and out. They did. They went three Second and out one, midfield. Yeah, they got a touchdown on. Yep. I think that was the, the uh, first ever
1: points scored in the new Gillette Stadium. a like a little Gillespie. trivia thing. Yeah, Brady to Christian foria
0: and then, and that was only,
1: but even that drive was only because the Steelers kept committing penalties on third down, like defensive holding and jumping off sides and all sorts of bullshit.
0: And then Steelers got some – they got it going, right? They had that bullshit pass interference on Ty Law. Yeah.
1: Ty Law. Greg, it's a good job you didn't watch this game because Ty Law – this is – and you know what? I'm actually a little pissed that you didn't get to see this game because this – I thought you were going to actually join me on the dark side because the reason – the the pass interference calls were getting called on Ty Law was because Heinz Ward was flopping all over the place. Anytime he wasn't going to catch the ball, he just kind of like he, flopped over onto the ground, and Ty Law kept getting called for pass interference. It happened twice, once in the end zone.
3: Dude, he he, he was yeah. the... That's literally Heinz Ward's... He was the best in the league at that. He was known for
1: yeah. that. So he was doing that, and yeah. he's, he's like starting fights after after turnovers and stuff, and he's just like... You know, he's obviously known for his, his uh, we'll call them generously his borderline blocks, his crackback blocks on people who he's injured and stuff. Just not a fan of him. Although, he's to be fair.
0: When he's not on your team, love him when he is.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and in his defense, there was a lot of people looking to get their shots in on him. So even if he caught the ball and went to ground, nobody like, tagged him down. They fucking jumped on him like helmet first. And especially Laurie Malloy, who was just going in heavy literally every time he was even close to the ball. And he just, like, popped back up. He's like, yeah, I get it. You know, gave the guy a pat on the button. and Ty Law back had, to the next play.
3: That was, like, elite Ty Law years, too. And he still had a game. He, had, he did, yeah, yeah, he had, like, ten tackles. He had, he had a know. sack.
0: Hines had that one mm-hmm. touchdown on him. He got him pretty good. Law did, was yeah. lazy getting over on the defense on the motion, and he beat him pretty clean. But that PI on that first drive of the second half or second quarter where they called two PIs on tie, both were yeah. pretty bullshit. So Steelers get the ball, first and goal from the one. It was, yes. uh,
1: and then they fall the rest. fuck apart.
0: Well, yeah, the refs called a false start, which was also bullshit, which wasn't there. Yeah, that was a bad call. And then like Chris Fumatu Maafala like, had the ball knocked away from him by a lawyer or someone after the yeah. play. Gets a personal foul. So then they kick in a field goal. Then they have a false start. So yeah. Then they their field goal, and then yes. it cuts Cowers face. Oh baby, it was amazing. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was. was it, it, it was
1: like yeah, it, it was the Bill Cower face is up there. I think with on the pantheon of of annoyed faces. Yeah, yeah, uh, the Manning brothers. Yeah, he's definitely like that kind of that that jaw, where his mouth almost becomes like non-existent, <laughs> and it's all bottom chin.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it extends past his nose. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's,
1: it's fantastic, yeah. <laughs> and that was that was peak because, yeah, they did. I, I actually wrote this down because <laughs> they, they get a first down. um, First, like you said, first and goal from the one, and then uh, they get backed up on penalties, and then they complete a pass on third down to Fumatu Mafala.
4: One bad Mafala.
1: Exactly. So he gets tackled at the one or the two, right? So chip shot field goal, but then – Laurie Malloy does his bullshit, like because Fumato Mafal tries to reach it out, so he just like knocks it out of his hand, and so he gets up and like pushes Malloy in the chest and gets a 15-yard penalty. So now they're kicking it from the 15, which still makeable field goal. But then they, they do a false start, which moves him back another even further back, and then they miss the field goal, <laughs> wide left. Then the Patriots was- take
0: the ball back down and hit the exact same field goal from Benatar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, was, Jeff,
4: Jeff Wagenheim said that that was the uh, best bus stop. <laughs>
1: uh, there was a lot of bus stops in this. I don't know if that's the best one. There was one that I think it was um, Willie McGinnis just came off the edge and the bus tried to do it. He was like – it wasn't even a sweep. It was just like uh, off-tackle sort of thing and just ran him over like he was – it was like uh, us playing football – Back in the day, where I was like a foot taller than all of you, and I could just tackle you at will, in like whatever angle. It didn't matter if you had the, uh, the uh, momentum or anything, like you just hit me and you just fall over, and it looked just I, like I, that.
4: I don't remember this at all. I don't remember that either.
1: <laughs> of course, you don't. It's all the concussions I gave you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Pats open there. up half two with a Donald Hayes touchdown. It was actually a really nice turn after you get the ball and an awesome block by Deion. Hey.
1: Donald Hayes, who we saw uh, at the end of last season, regular season, playing for the Panthers, and he's the one that had a couple of footballs come off his hands that were returned for touchdowns.
4: And they were like, Thanks. I like what I see there. Let's <laughs> sign this
0: guy.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, I This like sparked my thought. This and Cam Cleland. I was like, what are like the skill position players that we've got in that haven't caught a touchdown because we all know that list of Brady touchdown passes. Yeah, it's and on I the website. Donald Hayes and Cam Cleland are on it. Like, who couldn't crack that group? I couldn't find a, <laughs> people who played more than eight games of Brady and still couldn't catch a TD.
1: Uh, well, actually, let's,
4: do, let's you know, do, you, do, you know, it's a weird uh, one, Steven
0: Ridley.
1: That's true. Yeah, he never caught a Tom Brady touchdown pass.
0: Yeah, he didn't really I catch the ball so. too much though.
4: Still, I mean, you got to think. I mean, like yeah. four years as a starting tailback, you get one in there at some point. You would think. It's off the screen or something.
0: Yeah.
1: So you, can you guys name the top five um, receivers in Gronk, terms of touchdowns?
4: downs? Moss, Welker.
1: Gronk, Ross. Moss, Welker so far.
3: Branch. Edelman. Edelman.
1: Uh, yeah. So it's Gronk, Edelman, Moss, Welker. James White.
4: See, told you.
1: <laughs> and then Deion Branch is six. Number seven. Oh, uh,
4: <laughs> theoretical question for Connor: Who's a bigger Patriot, yeah. David Patton
1: or Branch?
3: Oh, right. Who was what?
4: Who is like more legendary Patriots player,
1: Branch or Patton?
3: Oh God! Right? I the the only huge Branch. Uh, I remember more legendary David Patton catches. The one in the back of the end zone, was that the one from Drew Bledsoe?
1: mm mm-hmm.
3: yep. In the back of the end zone when Drew had to step in. All right.
1: Then he did it again I, I think in the Super Bowl. The
3: Branch, I, uh, yeah, but Brand, you know, Branch also won a Super Bowl MVP. That's a tough one. I remember more legendary catches probably for, in those um, – Especially the first, in well, Branch wasn't there. 2001, David Patton had a bunch of catches throughout the playoffs. Yeah, and Snowball. Um, I think Branch was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Branch was better. Patton, I don't know, it sticks out more in terms of catches.
4: Yeah, that was our analysis too.
1: Yeah, I think it was Patton had the, the more memorable catches because he also had that game where he ran past and caught a touchdown too.
0: Yeah, but Dion's best yep. receiver we've ever drafted and developed. Ooh. There's a hot
4: take.
1: I yeah. mean, it's, nah, either, well, it's right. him or Edelman, it's right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's probably Adam, Edelman.
4: The Belichick era. Yeah.
0: Either way, they're like 1A, 1B, right?
4: Oh, well, James White.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can put him on there. He's fifth on this team in touchdown catches
4: in the Brady era.
1: Jimmy Blanco. <laughs> That's fascinating, though. Yeah, he's
4: going to move to wide receiver this year. I'm calling it right now. Interesting.
1: Where though? Are you going to put him in the slot?
4: Yeah, they play him They play him all wide receiver all the time. Anyway, so they, they play, might as well.
1: They play everybody wide receiver though. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Patriots aren't uh, afraid to throw a tight end out there. Uh, not tight end, a uh, a fullback out there. Yep. All the way back to the Mark Edward days. I saw new, it in this game, actually. Trust me, our, I've our, done
4: the film review. Our,
1: <laughs> I don't trust that. Our new,
3: we have a we have like a top three tight ty- uh, fullback this year. Uh, Danny Vitale is can catch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's. What do you think I about? Reading, new I was reading ticker. some articles. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> <didn't
4: know> <laughs> Justin Roarwasser.
3: Uh, Yeah, I guess he can. I guess he can kick it a country mile. Um, I don't know. I think it was one of those classic. Like he knew exactly what tattoo it was, and was just coasting until it came up post draft, and (laughs) now he's crying on social media saying he's getting it covered up. It's a classic. The story is old as time.
4: He, the his, all his, time. his name translates to Justin Pipewater. yeah it does <laughs> <laughs> so they, they passed on Rodrigo <laughs> Blankenship for fucking tap water <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
4: I just I can't believe I wanted Either. hot I wanted hot rod so bad.
3: Oh, that yeah. would have been
1: great.
4: yeah He's just a fucking legend. those glasses, man.
3: The kid from Georgia.
4: Yeah, Yeah. with the the Rec Specs.
3: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. And he's like a rapper. He, like, hangs out with all the... Oh, God, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awesome. And his name's Rodrigo Blankenship. Like, (laughs) fucking come on, dude. As a kicker, you you have to sign that guy.
3: Yeah. Yeah, the Colts got him, right?
4: Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah, he went undrafted and they signed him.
1: Oh, no shit. Well, all right. Speaking of kickers, though, Connor's boy, Adam Vinatieri, had himself uh, some kickoff problems in this game. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Decided to, uh, uh, right at the end of the third quarter, kick it out of bounds on the kickoff.
3: a fucking idiot. Time to to hit the panic button? What do you think? (laughs) I think so.
1: Yeah, I think we should probably cut him and draft draft a a kicker in the third round. Maybe
3: someone more accurate.
1: Yeah, preferably somebody more accurate would be good.
4: Yeah, but we'll see statistically speaking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, well, Connor, to I'm this, not, I, I wanted,
4: not,
2: wanted to bring this I'm up to you. I'm not doing this.
4: I wanted to bring this up to you because just to, to hammer my point of, like, you just, you have selective memory. We were watching the AFC Championship game from last year against these Steelers, right? Yes. The, pa- the Patriots are up seven. And they're driving with like, I don't know, what, two minutes left, something like that. Yep. It, he, and they get a forty five yard field goal to basically win the game. It's gonna make it a ten point game. Pushed it. Gave the Steelers Push. another chance. Steelers throw an interception, but if the Steelers go down and score there, that's a whole different there's a whole different perception on what Adam Vinatieri's career
1: is. It was real, yeah.
3: Okay. That that's fair Failed to say that's defense. a shoulda coulda woulda. It was the only it was the only field goal he missed. Um, like it's, I said, I from week fourteen one. on. Yep. But guess what? We won the game, so no one remembers it. You remember exactly. every fucking Gustavo. The,
4: the defense won the game, so no one gives a shit about what the kicker did. Dude. It only matters when <laughs> like people remember it.
1: When your team loses.
3: Yes. Uh, oh my <laughs>
1: Right, we're to go down. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not doing
0: it. <laughs> All right. I have, he I have, so I he have the answer he, to my question. He had one of the.
1: What was your question?
0: Which, which player has like, the most catches but no touchdowns from Tom Brady?
1: Oh, okay. Ooh. What era?
0: Do like, you think we three? can guess it? Uh, maybe. Probably not. Played 2007 to 2010, 47 games.
1: What position did he
0: play? Running back.
1: Ben Jarvis Green Ellis.
0: No, he's on here though. He did not catch one. <laughs> ben Jarvis had twenty six catches. <coughs> Let's see. This guy had forty nine.
1: Forty nine catches and no touchdowns from the running back spot. It's not
0: Woodhead, right? Nope.
1: No, he scored.
4: Really,
0: Garrett Blunt. No. no, look Garrett must have one. He's not on the list. Damn. Yeah, I think he does actually. Ridley, for reference, catches. had 23 catches. Wow,
1: double that almost?
0: Fucking hell. Uh, Ridley has the most games, 52 games. That makes sense. Then, tell us. 49 catches.
3: No, no, no. I, no, Don't tell us just yet. That's... Give us
0: more time to Google. Is it, um, <laughs> no, no, no I'll like, uh, yeah, give you some hints. Connor got it, yeah. Say oh, me more. Damn. Say,
4: dude. Google really is a fucking wonder. <laughs> just give me
1: two more seconds. I thought I heard Alexa in the background.
3: Okay, well, the, well, there was a there was other running backs to choose from on there besides Kenny Morris. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I almost asked if you were going to, like if you were being coy and it was like actually a fullback, but you called him a running back just to throw us off. Because I almost said Heath Evans, but that would have been a lie. I think
0: he's caught one. James mm-hmm. Devlin never did.
1: He did, but it was in the playoffs.
0: James Devlin. Uh,
1: he has peace. one. It was, it was one of those blowouts against the... Uh,
0: yeah, this is just regular season.
1: Like Aaron Blund only has one, though, against the Colts. Yeah, of course. One.
0: <laughs> Jacoby Myers is on this list.
1: Jacoby Myers. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, that's...
0: Devlin, Sony Michel.
1: Yep. It's
0: there's really side. not a lot. No, there's a lot Hollister. of people that
1: have one, though.
0: Hollister. 23 games.
4: Antonio Brown. He's got one.
1: Missed a big chest himself. He's got as many touchdowns as Matt Mulligan does.
4: I I miss him. him For that matter. (laughs) I miss him too. I wish he was still.
3: Antonio Brown. This would have been a whole different season if we had had Antonio Brown. Yep. Could have masked a lot. I mean, not... It, we probably had, what, the worst production from the tight end position in, in the history, maybe in league history this year?
1: Uh, 2001 league. Patriots would probably argue. they probably give that a run for their money.
0: Dude, we just determined Cam Cleveland was worse.
1: <laughs> but he wasn't the starter, though. He was uh, Daniel Graham, who, for all intents and purposes, looks like a fucking wagon.
0: Yeah, I don't know how
1: he didn't work out, because that that's a big man who moves quick.
0: He played a while, while in the league. Yeah, he didn't
1: work out. Hmm. I mean he wasn't the Gronkowski that he looks like he should be. I mean, it looks like he has that same like speed and and smoothness to his route
0: running and stuff, but played oh. ten years.
1: Yeah. Did he play where did he go to the Saints? Uh,
0: Denver. Watson yeah, to the Saints. Denver. That's what it was, yeah. Watson, yeah.
1: Yeah, Watson was good. So maybe one of these new uh, yeah. draft picks will be a good
3: one. W- Watson could have – he was a specimen coming out of college. He was? Uh, I thought he was going to be – I thought he was going to be dominant. When, I remember when we – I think it was, what, 2004 when we drafted Watson. I thought he was going to be dominant. He was so fast. He was kind of like he's the one that the ran Vernon down Champ Bailey before Vernon did. Yeah, he did run that. That was an that was an incredible play. That's an all time. I'll never forget that play. Yeah, no, that was yeah, super underrated.
1: So speaking of underrated, should we talk about this uh, fourth quarter? This fourth quarter is not underrated, by the way. It's uh, overrated because at this point it's thirty to seven Patriots and the Steelers have given up literally.
0: What this has my best play in this? Does it? Yes.
1: Okay. Um, let's hear it.
0: It actually didn't count.
1: Oh, good. This is going to be my best, actually.
0: My boy, Roman Pfeiffer? No, it was Willie.
1: Oh, no, the other one, Willie McGinnis.
0: Oh, Willie.
1: Just being a grown-ass man and wrecking plays.
0: Bodies, Cordell Stewart.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Cordell Stewart rolls out and uh, decides to pump fake uh, to give himself some more time, and Willie McGinnis just doesn't take that bait. And wow. just lights him the fuck up.
0: A perfectly clean tackle. And like in review, it wasn't a fumble, right? Cordell kind of held it until he met until the ground. It hit the he ground. ground. Yeah. Like it immediately shot out. Yeah. So it looked like a fumble in real time. You're and talking about. Really so, yeah, Roman off.
3: Pfeiffer returned it to the house, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if
1: you watch the replay yeah. of that, um, Willie McGinnis gets up to go to recover the fumble and I think realizes that. Pfeiffer's probably has the better angle. So he peels off and blocks whoever the running back or the, whoever the stealer is running after. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what sprung him for the touchdown. But like you said, it, it got overturned.
0: It was absolutely bodied him.
1: It was, that, that was was peak really beginning.
0: It ended up at 38. We scored. We should have another six, seven on top of that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, that it did also set up a third and 34, which the uh, Steelers couldn't convert after that.
4: <laughs>
3: Roman Pfeiffer was so good.
1: Oh, yeah. Underrated, for sure.
0: A great name, too. Mm. The P.H. So and the
4: Pfeiffer, you know? Yeah.
0: Also, way late in this, when they're, like, scraping for content, <laughs> they cut to this guy in the Patriots booth called Bucko Kilroy. Yeah. <laughs> which absolutely an amazing name
1: who had spent like 60 years in the league or something
0: yeah I went I, went, I did a little research on him because like what an amazing <laughs> name and yes. why is he in the pages booth and I've never heard of this guy nope he was the founder of the draft whoa fuck holy <laughs> shit he, he shaped the modern Super Bowl as we know it now he's <laughs> trophy? he's generally no like the like the game because remember he used to be the NFL championship oh right 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 that's how old this guy was Uh, he's generally known as the dirtiest player ever even John Madden on the broadcast calls him that (laughs) (laughs) he he was a Patriots scouting assistant and the only reason he stopped is because he died holy shit he was our GM in the 80s and he was our head scout in the 2000s when we drafted like Brady and Richard Seymour and all these guys
1: fucking
4: hell Dude, Bucko, Bucko Kilroy. (laughs) Yeah. God damn. (laughs) This guy's a legend. He was instrumental in drafting Roger Staubach.
0: Yeah. He played for the Philadelphia Steagles. Yes. Which was the World War II team that they made when they combined the Steelers and the Eagles.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I caught that name. I'm like, there's got to be some story behind why it's the Steelers and the Eagles combined. That's we'll awesome. Fucking <laughs> Kilroy, how about that? The Beanie Steel. I,
4: I need. That. I need a fucking Kilroy Steagles jersey.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we could probably make Just that happen.
0: Who's that? Odd? Just no one, the dirtiest player in NFL history. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah they were they were definitely uh, grasping at straws in terms of like content because they were focusing in on the. Uh, like the, the tray of all the medical equipment. Yeah. And we yeah. were talking about how they didn't know what any of it was. And John Madden made a joke, something about, what was it? Um, thermometer Airways. Airlines or yeah. Thermometer Airways is what it said, which sounds like a terrible box to have to open. but uh,
0: Which I didn't know he was afraid of flying. Clearly he must be. And that's why they had always had like that stupid trailer at all yeah. the games that he would do. Right. And they'd eat the turkey after Thanksgiving in front of the trailer.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: and they put the player yeah, in the game on the side of the trailer.
0: He had a fear of flying. But he
3: it was definitely a, a full fledged like diagnosed phobia. Oh yeah. Yeah, that or he wouldn't fit in the seat. <laughs> I mean, you remember that He's bus?
1: Get the player off the ground.
3: You remember that bus and uh, the little giants? Remember when he made his cameo in the little giants with like Bruce Smith and a bunch
0: oh, of yeah. those other. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's, that's, so. a,
1: that's a fucking deep cut right there. Goddamn.
0: <laughs> uh, Which, there's actually content on the field too. Like, we had Willie bodying people, and oh then yeah. the Steelers scored a last second absolute garbage time TD. Oh
1: my God. This was fucking brutal. Teddy this Bruce was, was uh,
0: super mad.
1: This was shades of when the <laughs> Patriots were blowing out the the Colts last year. And the Colts kept calling timeouts so they get the ball back, and then they threw in their backup quarterback. That's kind of what this felt like. Oh yeah, I remember like that. they were just they, there was literally no reason to score. They're down thirty to seven, under two minutes left, and they're just like pulling out all the stops. They're, they're running trick plays. They're running no huddle. They're like desperate to get in the end zone, and then Cordell barely scores a touchdown because he can't figure out to put the ball across the plane instead of his feet. Um, and uh, Teddy Bruschi was fucking livid about it. Like he had to get pulled off of the referee by multiple players.
0: It was kind of like that um, Bills game, the 31 nothing bookend year, you know? Yeah. The Bills are kind of driving their down. Yeah, 31-0. yeah. But like on that game, I totally understood the Bills motivation there. I was like, yeah. Right.
2: You yeah, don't, you want, don't want to get shut
0: this- out. You don't yeah. want to lose that same score you beat us on week one. Like I, I was not like, what are you doing, Bills? You're just wasting no. everyone's time. This felt a lot more like, what are you doing, Steelers? You're just wasting everyone's time.
1: Yeah, they were. And so to the point where they scored one second left and the referees is just like, you know what? We're just going to run the clock off. It's not worth doing the kickoff. <laughs> yeah. We're just done. We'll go home.
0: <laughs> don't worry about that last second. We'll just Yeah, it's, it's fine.
1: No big deal. So uh, I think that brings us to best and worst. Greg, did you, did you have any uh, best and worst from your boy, Jeff Wagenheim?
0: Yeah. He's got, a, he's got a ton of them here. Well, give me Wagenheim's best yeah. of his best.
4: Yeah. Um, I'll just give you the, the, the two corniest ones he's got left on here. Uh, the, the worst impression, uh, uh, impersonation of Terry Glenn. Christian Fourier, number 88 in your program, actually made it onto the field, caught a TD pass, and didn't get hurt.
1: <laughs> Shit. Whoa. That's a fucking fire God damn Yeah <laughs> And
4: then uh, Worst superiority complex The Steelers oh. have claimed Their AFC championship game Lost as a fluke And that they were The better football team Based upon their tackling Last night Maybe they meant Best touch football team Ooh <laughs> oh. Dude <laughs> Jeff Wagenheim Fire flames Just we roast He'll be <laughs> here all week they're so bad. <laughs> more like touch football.
0: <laughs> How many more of these do you have, Greg? Dude, he has
4: like I don't know, twelve, fifteen. You have the whole season here.
1: <laughs> uh, I bet we can find them.
4: Yeah, I definitely have. Well, I'll keep an
1: eye on some Jeff Wagonheim. Yeah, no, we'll, I, uh, keep. Yeah, I got
4: more ones. of them for future games. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Uh, all right, Connor. Let's hear your best and worst from this game.
3: Okay. I I'll, I'll be uh I got some good ones here. Um on. so best here's 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 a fun stat for you. Tom Brady was incredible. He had three touchdown passes which matched his total for the last 8 games of the 2001 season. So yes. in the last regular 8 in the last 8 regular season games which we won all of Tom Brady had a total of three touchdowns across those eight games. So he came out. I think he uh shut up a lot of the uh media pundits pundits. Mm-hmm. He probably shut up a lot of fans who were wondering if it was a fluke. He was awesome. Um He was. Terrell Buckley Terrell Buckley was so underrated. You know, being in that secondary with Lawyer Merloy and Ty Law, uh yeah. Terrell Bucky Buckley and even to Bucky Jones. He was just really solid, and I, I think he had a five or six, maybe seven interceptions this year. Maybe five or six. He only had three um, the season before, so he had two two picks this game. Um, and my third star, I'm just gonna do losers like and winners. Third stars, yeah, uh, my okay. third, um, my third star probably goes. It's it's tough to say. I'd have to go give it to Dion. Uh, first game as a rookie, coming out with I think he had like seven or eight catches,
2: okay, eighty-five a
3: yards. Um, was Still the, too. the the exact kind of like long player, and by long I mean just like the stretches the field runs a lot on those like deep posts and and fade routes. Uh, I think it was just what the offense was need, need needed. So that was sweet. Uh, biggest losers, bums, or things that sucked. Uh, Kendrell Bell, I think, uh, getting injured in the, in the first, uh, I think it was the first quarter. He was defensive rookie of the year. Last year, he was supposed to be a stud. I'm not going to say they would have won. I do think it kind of changed. Um, yeah, definitely did the trajectory of the mm-hmm. game. Um, Jerome Buttis stinks. What a big fat load. Um, <laughs> all he did was, I, I, I think he had like 600 rushing yards this season. He just stunk. Yeah. I mean, granted he Punched it in nine times, but Jerome Bettis, blah, um, yeah, the and then obviously, yeah. and he had a fumble, yeah, which led I think it led to the branch uh, TD. Um, and then the third biggest loser is I, I got to go back to Bill. Cow- um, <laughs> I got to go back to Bill Cowher's face, and then <laughs> honorable mention is. um Honorable mention is what's his face, the quarterback Cordell uh, Stewart. He Cordell Stewart. He, after being offensive player of the year in two thousand one, All Pro. He had, he was like he was. I think he was the AFC MVP or, or uh, offensive player of the year the year before. He came out and showed he still had the yips from uh, the <laughs> AFC champion. Sure the did, AFC yeah. game. It was not. Yeah,
1: a for- and he would last two and a half more games after this so yeah yeah slash yeah oh bad all right steve brown (laughs) see your best and worst bud
0: all right um my worst i have the every run is a hold note in all caps yeah because i don't think the peaches couldn't run the ball it's just like literally every time they did they had a holding penalty
1: I I mean it, they didn't exactly try. They had four runs in the first half. But they, but that's they like four
0: didn't. quarter runs. They had like four holding penalties too. Every single run would.
1: That's true. But most pull. of the most of the they had twenty three consecutive passing plays between the.
0: Yeah, because Belichick was like, well, if you can't run the ball without goddamn holding, I'm going to throw it anyways.
1: Yeah, but they just yeah. went five wide. They said, you know, fuck it, five wide. Let's just let's just gas this defense. So
0: they and had like a that? couple of uh, Belichick bests. Oh, good. Um, they talked about the t-shirt he gave everybody in the organization. Yes. With, like all of the standings are at zero.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the, everybody's standings on the back and everybody was at zero.
0: Yeah. The fucking Belichick move. Um, can confirm that he's been keeping the replay sock or the replay flag in his socks since 02. Yep. Yeah. I didn't see that in the first year. I think they had buzzers last year. They did.
1: And because they were so unreliable, they've now got the the flag.
0: Yeah. So he's like, that's always been his spot, his sock, which is, I've always found hilariously endearing.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm curious why the sock and why not just a pocket?
0: And then they were talking about Scott Pioli. They called him the son-in-law and how he's married to Bill's daughter. And I was like, what? I didn't know that. Like Belichick and Scott Pioli like that. And I Googled it, and it's not. They were talking about Bill Parcells.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did not know Scott Pioli is Bill Parcells' son-in-law.
1: It's very incestuous. Same with, um, what's his name, and Tom Brady's sister. Euclidus. <laughs> <laughs> Euclid yeah, and, right.
3: and, and Brady's sister, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's all sorts of cross-pollination like that. All right, and my best.
3: Oh,
2: you...
0: Got that it. was his butt chin in the post game yeah. like, oh I, yeah, that was, I have that that's pretty fun we just like spread it out and threw the ball i hope we get to do more of that
1: <laughs> i have the audio here let me see if i can actually i want to see if i can get, because i have it here.
3: i also like plaxico burst saying we didn't lose this one we got whipped <laughs> <laughs> after the game
1: as it should be i love that see. The final and let's check in with Melissa.
2: All right, Al, well, when we talked to Tom Brady yesterday, or actually on Saturday, he said, we are going to kick their butt. Tom, how'd you know that?
3: Yeah, well, (laughs) we, uh, you know, I think we had a good game plan. I think we were all confident. And you know what? It's real tough for me is we had a good week of practice, so. Good to come out in our own stadium and play that way. It's a good way to open this thing up, you know, a good way to defend our title. This Steelers
2: defense was ranked <laughs> number one in the NFL last season. How were you able to exploit them so well?
3: Well, you're right. They do have a great defense. And, um, you know, it was just, uh, you know, Charlie Weiss came up with a great plan. And I think, we, you know, we, uh, we come out here in the first game, we run a lot of a lot of the no-huddle stuff. It's tough on the defense, you know, conditioning-wise. And, you know, we kind of got on the heels And guys, guys, Donald Hayes. Made an awesome play on the on the curl route when he when he you know kind of hooked and they ran and Deion Branch and Christian I mean the three guys we didn't have last year made came up big so it was a great win. How does so,
4: not, how does anyone I, not love, love Tom, him, Tom Brady? Yeah, he's the fucking
0: best. God, I love him,
1: but he's it's so like, fucking uh, goofy back in these the days I didn't that even that realize.
0: Sticks out on that interview is like he didn't say hi mom. That's true, really well, he did We whole.
1: always doesn't. Well, like, guys, hey, had my parents okay. real quick, and they're like, yeah but he sounded just like well, okay. one he sounds like he 12,
0: a little bit here. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just using that as an example to show how awesome of a guy Tom Brady is. When my thought is like, man, he's also usually very gracious to his parents as well.
4: <laughs> I miss him already.
3: God, I miss him. I miss him so, so much. Yeah. I'll never not miss him.
1: Was so that your worst Steve Brown? The fact that you miss Tom Brady. Sure. <laughs>
0: Did you have a worse? It's the know.
3: worst. I mean... When...
0: Every run being a holding penalty was my worst.
1: All right. Um, what the hell is going
0: on over there, Connor? Dog's still hungry. Um, dude, my roommates are
3: talking in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> my audio has been fantastic. I'll tell you what, Andy, your audio's cut out a couple of times. You got to, you know, hear a little... Ricochet noise from my roommate telling a shitty story. I'm sorry. But <laughs> it sounded like a good story. Sorry, guys.
1: Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll get him on the podcast instead. What what
3: what what are yours? <laughs> what are yours, Andy?
1: Alright, my best was the referee cam. Yeah. The cameras on the the middle referee, the guy behind like in the middle of the defense, like behind the linebackers. Which I've and seen in college. Fuck they don't still have that. Is being yeah. alive.
0: It's I see it valid. in college, for sure.
1: And
4: it I can see the refs like not chaos.
0: wanting that. <laughs> wow. Well, they already had it. They already had it in 2002. Like, I, I could see if they'd yeah. never done it before, but you already did it.
1: It was so good. It was Because awesome. it just looks like chaos when you're in the middle of it. Like, the <laughs> fact that anybody understands what they're supposed to be doing is beyond me when you look at it from that angle. It was fantastic.
0: I'm 100%. And, like, the college version is cool as shit. The NFL version will only be cooler because it will only be quicker and faster.
1: Right, yeah. It'd be great. So uh that was one of my best. My other best was uh the fullback from the Steelers when they're doing introductions. Dan Creater, uh UNH alum. So how about that? Ooh. Possibly the most famous UNH football player?
4: <laughs> no. Can we say that?
1: Give me no. another one.
4: Jerry Azuma. Oh yeah.
3: All right, all right,
1: yeah, I'll give you that.
4: Also that he's a guy that played for the Rams. Yeah, there's an the cornerback,
3: yeah, and and, and, and Kyle, Kyle? Kyle, yeah, Kyle, uh, what's his name? Kyle played Harry for the Hanging? Bears too. No,
4: he picked no. off Manning in a big game. I remember Jimmy, really?
0: Jimmy something, yeah. Ravens.
4: Yeah, Jimmy
0: Smith. No, can't no, be. it's not him.
1: <laughs> I got it. One no, second. I, I thought it was. Uh, it was definitely yeah. Azuma was one of them. You're right. But I don't know who this new guy is talking about. Corey Graham? Corey, Corey
2: Graham? Was it Corey Graham? Corey Graham. Oh, nice. Yeah.
3: Fucking I knew hell, Kyle, him. Corey. I knew it. <laughs> I didn't even have to use Google. <laughs> I don't <laughs> believe that. Was, it, it, <laughs> was that's Zuma overall, wide, Was Azuma was the wide receiver? I
4: don't know, You tell me. You're on Google. No, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: he's a DB. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. I'm not.
1: Now, there's David Ball, who was a—he broke Jerry Rice's touchdown record, touchdown catch record, when I was there.
4: And then, who broke that record
1: in the Chip Kelly days? I don't know who broke that record.
4: He's in the NFL right now. He's a white receiver. James White. <laughs>
1: James white. <laughs> Cooper <laughs> Cup. Oh no, shit. Yep. Cooper Cup set the yep. college football touchdown receiving record. Yeah, one of those
0: yards, maybe catches. He was an
1: undrafted free agent who played for the Bears. Well, signed by the Bears. I don't think he's.
0: Corey Graham played 12 years in the league.
1: Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I recognize his name. Didn't know he was a UNH guy. Yep. How about that? Represent.
0: How about them Wildcats? UNH had a third <laughs> round pick in 1982. There you go.
1: Um, and my worst was basically the Steelers. They had six turnovers and 13 penalties in their season opener when they had an entire offseason to prepare for the team that knocked them out of the playoffs the year before. It was yeah. just a hot fucking mess. And uh, off of that, my favorite quote was, um, because this is the, the beginning of the new division alignments, so it's the, the first year of the AFC North that the Seahawks are right. in. And even with this loss, they were still tied for first place. And Madden, his quote was, luckily they are in a bad division <laughs> because it was the Browns and the Ravens were falling apart too. And uh, who else in that division?
0: Redskins. Oh no, never mind. Oh, what? what? <laughs> Bengals. I did. They didn't <laughs> When they're yeah. when they were like, because like, again, they were scraping for content, and they're talking about the yes. fucking NFC East for some reason.
1: Because that's what John Madden knows was best. Was
0: that to, like the, the that was, like, John Kitna
3: Bengals?
1: I, it was, yeah, it was the dark time for the Bengals. And the Browns, for that matter, because it's the Browns. Yeah. But yeah, and basically the, the Steelers would get their doors blown off here, finish 10-5-1, and, and still uh, win their day. For all those people talking shit about we, the AFC we, East. We, and
3: sit on it for the throw. Steelers being recognized as, as one of the greatest um, you franchises. Know, just yeah. teams in, in, in franchises, uh, mm-hmm. we have an incredible win-loss record against them. I think this we've trip. beat them like, like twelve. Like we've won twelve. They've won three. I mean, it's some preposterous number. We've always had their number. Bill has. Oh, I mean, it, it was an easy game plan. It's like, oh, you have all these big, huge linebackers. Okay, we'll just go no huddle and catch you in the wrong scheme and just wear you the fuck out. You know, it was. Oh
1: yeah.
3: It, Bill Cower was always always. Um, out-coached out by Belichick, that's for sure.
1: So the Patriots against the Steelers in the Belichick era are 12-4. and four.
0: All uh, of this information is available on PatriotsDynasty.info. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> right.
1: That's where I'm getting four, from. 454 to
0: 338.
1: <laughs> and uh, if you want to talk, actually, I had a, a quick, before we end this, a quick trivia question because I know how much you boys like that. So the Patriots have played the Steelers three times to open the season, and never lost. They're three and zero, and they actually average a score of thirty to thirteen, which is very close to this one. <laughs> but uh, there's one team that they've played more yeah. times to open the season. Do you guys know who that is? The Dolphins. Hmm. No.
0: Baltimore or the Chiefs? Nope. I'm um, assuming it's an AFC team.
1: Bills. Yes, it is an AFC. East. Yes. They played the Bills four times. They have lost once, and I can guarantee you all. remember. I guarantee oh you don't mind. remember any of the wins, though, because I sure don't.
0: I'm looking forward to rewatching that game. That's. I don't next know if
1: I am, but. I don't know. Yeah, just... I believe it is.
0: They only because win? I know how the season ends. You know.
1: That's true. If this way, they make that open game open any open easier to watch, season.
0: though. I'll be mad.
1: So yeah. Oh, and we have a new thing before we go. Um, you can actually now. Leave reviews for our podcast. Right <laughs> don't there. tell them that. Yeah, no, I want to get some feedback. So, oh, uh, and I think maybe we'll we'll put together for the, the second season. We'll put together something where the best or our favorite review gets. I don't know a free T-shirt or something. But if you go to Andy, rate slash Pat's Pod, you can rate it on your podcast listener of choice.
3: What are you going to say? Connor? You should probably give that. You should give that pitch in the first 15 seconds when people are still listening instead of no, you know no. the last minute of the okay
1: no i i want okay. i want i want to know what they really think i want them to have suffered all the way through this i want it i <laughs> well, want well, to I fresh gonna, in their I, mind I, when I, they I, go I, to leave I, a fucking I, comment about this
3: well that's <laughs> the thing you need someone to listen listen all the way to this point you might not get any ratings so
0: Yeah, but we'll be be like, wow, I didn't know that much about Bucko Kilroy. Dude,
4: (laughs) guys. Speaking of which, (laughs) love mom. Speaking of which, when they ended their partnership, (laughs) the Steelers and the Eagles, the Steelers then merged with the Chicago Cardinals, Mm -hmm. forming a team known as the (laughs) Carpets.
0: That's the dumbest shit ever. And it
4: it. says pronounced Carpets. And they went 0-10. (laughs) <laughs> did no shit, they did. They were a
1: fucking carpet,
4: dude. I found an Literally article on this. It's awesome. It's all about like the players from back then, like smoking cigarettes on the practice field. <laughs> dude, their coach was Greasy Neal. <laughs> the football time, man, in the forties right? must have been so sick. <laughs> it was a part-time
1: job, wasn't it?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, boys. War was their full-time job, right? <laughs> <All
1: right. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on that note I think we will bring this to a merciful end again rate us leave us some feedback if you dare and if we get any good ones we'll what's send you some the swag
3: what's the uh, what is it
1: it's ratethispodcast.com the... slash patspod p-a-t-s-p-o-d
0: okay. and, and
1: it'll be in the to... show notes too so look in the show notes it'll be there
4: if your comment is to put the uh, the ratings thing at the beginning of the episode, you can go fuck yourself, okay? <laughs> if your
1: comment is that Connor needs to come back on, we'll know it's you, Connor, and stop leaving us that feedback.
3: Okay. Ratings and reviews. <laughs> yep. Oh, Jesus. Got it. I'm, I'm not, I'm I, I'm going to juice up our reviews, so. Love it.
1: Yeah. and if, Yeah, so boys, if you, are, if you want to add some, uh, some positivity to this, you're more than welcome to balance out all the negativity we're about to get. Feel free. But this has been... I'm going to
3: leave a, high, a really good review. Yep. All right. All right. Bye. Sorry, Andy. <laughs>
1: no, it's all right. This has been uh, a joy, as always, gentlemen. Appreciate you joining us. And uh, we'll see you next week on the Patriots Dynasty Podcast. What is next week? I'm, week i am never prepared for this. It's week two. <laughs> They're playing... This is true.
4: According to the Boston Globe, it's route two. Route two? Like route? Route oh another man. boston globe pun
1: <laughs> giving it away all right yeah we're uh it's traveling to giant stadium for the, the jets new york there. football jets yes and we will oh, no. <laughs> exactly. jets. and we'll see you then take it easy guys
2: see ya, see ya.